What's up, guys? This is Mike with Modern Da Vinci, and welcome to another episode of Small Business Connected. First and foremost, before I get into this episode, I just would like to say how much I'm loving this new microphone. I, it's not really new. It's about a year, maybe a year and a half old. I got it from my wife. Oh, Christmas 2015 uh, as a gift for her small business. And, you know, it turns out she never needed to use it. And so it sat on the shelf for the longest time. And I continued to use my lapel mic for doing these podcasts. But I thought, you know what? It's just sitting there. Let me plug this baby in and and give it a go. And I'm telling you what, the sound quality that I hear out of this is a hundred times better than the sound quality on that other microphone I was using. Go back and listen to another episode and you'll see what I mean. If you think it sucks, hey, just email me, mike at moderndavinci.net. You can always email me there and tell me what you think of it. I'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, And without further ado, let's get into this next episode of Small Business Connected. All right, so what I want to talk to you about today is a couple of tips, three tips that I sort of learned along the way, things that I picked up of uh, five plus years of managing employees and giving them performance reviews. Now, I'm going to say, I'm not the best at performance reviews. I kind of sucked at first. You know, it was really tough for me because performance reviews sort of gathered this anxiety inside, right? Having to assess somebody else's performance, especially when I first became a manager, was really challenging. I wanted to to do it right. I wanted to deliver the feedback in an effective way. I wanted it to make a difference. I wanted it to have an impact on my organization. And all of this led up to me really sort of internalizing it and getting very anxious about it. And if you feel the same way, I, I hope that these three tips are going to help you through that stressful time. Uh, and even if you don't feel anxious about performance reviews. You know, maybe these three tips will just give you some ideas on on how you can make your process a little bit better. If you don't give performance reviews, I would seriously recommend that you consider it. And not that I want to add more work to your plate, but sometimes the performance reviews can be one of the few times where we get formal feedback from our manager. And other times it's one of the few times where you can kind of sit outside of all of the work that you're doing with your employees and talk to them about what it is that's going on in their life, in their business, uh, in your business, and how you can bring it all together and and really give them the responsibilities that they need, give them the accountability that they need, and just make it happen. All right, so there are a lot of ways to do performance reviews. There are... Thousands of articles, maybe hundreds of books. Uh, If it's not just on performance reviews itself, then it's probably in every single manager book that's out there on the market. There's webinars you can watch. There's all sorts of things. So I know I'm competing with all of those and competing with your time, but I actually don't want to compete. I want to give you three of the most effective things that helped me be better at giving performance reviews. And the hope is here you can walk away, whether, you, whether you're good at performance reviews or not, whether you're anxious 
about performance reviews or not, you can walk away feeling a little bit more comfortable and a little bit more refined in, in the way that you give your employees performance reviews. So here we go. Number one, don't wait an entire year to give your employees their performance review. All right, I know that in most companies, at least most of the companies that I've worked in and worked for, there's this yearly performance review process that you go through, and it's a big event, right? It sort of the month or maybe even two months leading up to it. Uh, there's a lot of stress about getting feedback from people that you work with, providing that feedback to your manager, giving your self-assessment to your manager, and so on and so forth. Well, what I'm not suggesting here is to give multiple performance reviews in a year at that same level of that same intensity. What I am suggesting is don't wait an entire year, spend all this time giving one giant performance review. Instead, let's do multiple, smaller, less formal performance reviews throughout the year. I've personally found that doing it on a quarterly basis makes a lot of sense. It just reduces stress on the employees. It gives you all sorts of uh, opportunities for feedback. If you're doing one-on-ones with your employees, great. Maybe you can just use one of those one-on-one times to give this performance review. If you're not, this becomes a great way to have a one-on-one with that particular employee. Give them feedback and not try and compile a full year's worth of performance info, which is which is a daunting task, into a one-hour meeting with, with each and every one of your employees, right? We want to get rid of all of that heavy-handed process that happens at the end of the year where you're not really working on the business and you're not even working in the business. You're just focused on collecting all of this information about performance on each one of your employees throughout the year. Let's just get rid of that and simplify it by having multiple touch points throughout the year where we can sit down with somebody for 30 minutes, an hour if you can afford it, and just talk to them about how things are going, talk to them about performance that you've seen, Go through your typical performance review process with them during that time, but simplify all of the process going up to it. Does that make sense? So that's that's tip number one. Just don't wait an entire year and, and have this big stressful event. Instead, just make it more often, right? Twice a year even would be better. Uh, but I found that quarterly works great, and you sit down with somebody an hour per quarter. It's not a lot to ask. And talk to them about their performance. Um, it's a great time to ask about your performance as a business owner and just have an open dialogue with them uh, on a more regular basis. Okay, tip number two. And this is something that took me a long time to figure out. And I even heard it from other, you know, grade A managers. And I just didn't internalize it. I didn't I, I didn't feel like it was the right thing to do. But when I started doing it, it was a massive improvement on, on performance reviews uh, that I would give to my direct line of employees. The tip is spend your time with the A players. What do I mean by that? Well, most managers, most business owners are going to spend all of their time focusing on giving the low performers extensive feedback on what they're doing wrong and what they should do to correct it, right? And even if you don't have low performers, right? You just, the lowest performers on the stack, you tend to spend more time with during the performance review process. You're talking to them more about things that might have gone wrong. You're talking to them more about areas where they could improve. You're really trying to sort of fix 
the biggest weaknesses in your organization. On the flip side, you're only spending minutes with your top performers. You're telling them that, hey, you really did a great job, Joe. There's nothing that you need to work on. Or you're doing great. Keep up the good work. There's nothing that I can say to you here. Just you're awesome. Go forth and, and do great things like you have been doing. Okay, now that leads to a very short meeting, and it is a nice pat on the back for that person. But think of it this way. Your top performers are the ones that are giving you the best and the most results. You want to spend the most time with them. Don't just give them a tiny pat on the back. Give them a huge pat on the back by really focusing on all the things that they're doing right. Ask them if they're ready for more goals, more responsibility. Give them more praise. Because, and this is the concept that took me a while to figure out, sometimes you can make a heck of a lot more progress by focusing on your strengths, really playing off of your strengths, instead of trying to shore up the weaknesses that you have. Sure, if you fix a few weaknesses here and there, you're going to do incrementally better. But many times, by focusing on your strength as an organization, you're going to get far more customers. By focusing on your employees' strengths, you're going to get them to perform better in those areas. And so when you take your highest performing members and you focus on all of their strengths and you really give them what they need to perform, they're going to even outperform your expectations. Whereas if you spend all your time focusing on the low-end performers, the, the folks that are struggling, people that aren't doing so well, you're going to fix little issues here and there, and it's going to give you incremental performance improvement, but maybe not great. So what I'm suggesting is to spend time with your A players, and for your low performers, just keep it short and to the point. Tell them exactly what you need them to do in the coming months, before their next performance review, and what they can expect if they meet those objectives, if they meet those goals that you set out for them, and what they can expect if they don't meet those objectives, and if they don't meet those goals. Flip it on its head. Instead of spending all of your time with the low performers, spend as little time as possible keeping things short and to the point. Tell them what the goals are. Tell them what they need to do. Tell them what the expectations are. And then spend all of that remaining time with your high performers really trying to find a way to increase their responsibilities and, 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 and ramp up the goals that they have to make your organization run even better. Okay, tip number three, be transparent. And I mean really transparent. Because even though I'm suggesting that you move from a yearly performance review process to a less stressful, reoccurring performance review process, something that happens maybe twice a year or four times a year, performance reviews can be a significant source of stress for both the employee and the manager or the business owner. So being as transparent as possible with the process just kind of uh, alleviates a lot of anxiety that everybody has around a performance review process. Tell everybody how it's going to work. Tell everybody what they can expect along the way. Tell everybody when it will occur. And if there's milestones leading up to that performance review, tell them when those milestones are. You also want to be certain that you're clear about how the performance review is going to affect their salary, their bonus, or any other compensation they have, if at all. They may be expecting to receive a really great performance review and a pat on the back isn't going to be enough. And if they don't know that you're only giving them a pat on the back going into it, they may walk away feeling like the performance review maybe wasn't worth their time. So that's it. 
Just three really simple tips. I hope you can implement them right away. Uh, number one, don't wait for an entire year. Let's take the stress out of this big yearly performance review process and do it a couple times throughout the year. Number two, spend the time with your A players. Stop spending so much time during the performance review process with your low performers. Give those people specific, short, to the point feedback on what they need to do and set expectations for them if they do or don't meet those objectives and spend the rest of your time with your best performers figuring out how to give them more responsibilities, set bigger goals, give them more praise, take the time with them. They'll appreciate it, and you will appreciate it when you really start seeing some excellent results out of those top performers. Number three, be transparent. Tell them what to expect with this performance review process. Tell them about how their performance reviews will affect their salary and other compensation, etc., etc. Be really transparent with them. Okay. That is all for now. I hope that these three tips helped you in the same way that they helped me over the years. Just run a more effective, less stressful performance review process for your employees. If you have any other thoughts, tips, comments, questions, just email us at info at moderndavinci.net or you can email me directly at mike at moderndavinci.net. And of course, we'd love for you to visit our website at www.moderndavinci.net. We've got a great weekly coaching tips newsletter where we talk about all different types of things like performance reviews that affect small business owners such as yourself. We'd love for you to join and see exactly how those coaching tips can help you grow a thriving business that you've always envisioned with purpose and speed. That's all for now. Thanks again for listening in. And until next time, I wish you massive growth and success. Take care. Talk to you soon.